All right, welcome in. This is the Tuesday, January 11th edition of Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight. So settle in and we'll set you up in the next 10 minutes. Of course, we go a little longer. Everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. And you're in for a treat because the ladies... Yes. On the podcast today. Aaron Dolan, Anita Marks. First Aaron, ever. I know. I know. How are you? I'm great. The first ever female probably pod for Daily Wager. First for All everything. Right, let's, let's make it memorable. Uh, let's look back before we look forward. As we know, Georgia, boom, 33, Alabama, 18. I don't know about you. Full disclosure. I fell asleep at the half. I woke up. Okay, around so three, <laughs> I woke up around three this morning and grabbed my phone. <laughs> I fell asleep in the at with five minutes left in the game, and it was like nineteen eighteen or something. And I was like, "Oh, it'll be fine. I'll wake up because I had Alabama money line." I'm like, "I'll be good, kosher. I'll be fine." I woke up again in the middle of the night, and I was like, "Wait, what happened?" And it exactly. was like five, last couple of minutes. It was it was nuts. So uh, Bryce Young didn't happen. Actually, uh, two interceptions. By the way. So my bets, I had, I had Alabama. Who, who's going to – Alabama, Nick Saban with the points. I was all over Alabama. I had Bryce Young over 13.5 rushing yards. Brace yourself. He was negative 43. Negative 43. Oh, my gosh. I know. You had texted me that this morning, and I was like, is Anita serious? And, like, I had to look it up because I was like, oh How my wrong goodness. of a prop bet could that have been? Uh, <laughs> I, did, I did win with Pickens over receptions, but he had one reception for 52 yards. The over-under was somewhere around the 30s. Georgia rushed for 140 yards. Alabama's defense got tired down the stretch, and Georgia's defense was unbelievable. Four sacks, nine tackles for loss. Unbelievable. So I, I was Ooh. looking to see if there was any futures bets out there in regard to who's favored to win the national championship next year in college football, but there there's nothing out there yet. Just FYI. Yeah. I've, I think there might be some on, I saw an article saying that some of them were posted, but on Caesars, yeah, I'm not seeing it just yet. All right. Um, so enough with college football that's behind us. We've got some playoff football uh, that's heading our way. Let's take a look at the Saturday lines. Of course, we've got the Raiders mm-hmm. going Cincinnati. Aaron, this is how I'm playing it. I'm going Cincinnati. Uh, minus minus two and a half in the first quarter, minus four in the half. I'm also, you know me, Aaron. I know you've you've been a part of our team for a, a hot second, but you must know that I'm all about the two team six point teasers. That's my <laughs> yes, you are. So uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna tease Cincinnati down to a pick'em, and I'm gonna line that with the Patriots plus nine and a half. That's my two team six point teaser. Also, I'm gonna take the under at 49 and a half for a number of reasons. Uh, Number one, the Raiders coming off of a very emotional, what an unbelievable last game of the regular season that was with the Raiders and the Chargers. They played, what, 90 minutes of football, very emotional game coming in. One would imagine that they're going to be exhausted having to go on the road. Cincinnati, meanwhile, rested. Burrow didn't play. A lot of of their star players got an opportunity to rest. And they're going to be at home. And apparently the weather conditions are not supposed to be great. Uh, cold, rain, wind, maybe one to three inches of snow, who knows? And those those conditions, not not good for a team like the Raiders that we yeah. know play out in, uh, you know, Sin City. So I'm, I'm all about Cincinnati and I like them early because I, I think it's going to take a minute for the Raiders to uh, to get into game form. How are you how are you playing game one on Saturday, Aaron? 
Yeah. So looking at the lines, it actually, the Bengals just dipped from minus six and a half this morning to minus five and a half. That total still at 49. The bills also dipped minus four and a half to minus four with they with currently the lowest total on the board. And both of these totals just dipped to half point this morning. So I'm not looking to play this game right now on Tuesday afternoon. I'm going to wait in the next 48 hours, but one interesting thing about these two games and these AFC matchups is Cincinnati already beat the Raiders easily in week 11 and the Pats and Bills split the regular season series. So in terms of how these odds were priced, I thought it was interesting that Adam Pullen, assistant director of trading at Caesars, had said earlier this week that there's not much difference to how they set a line for a matchup that hasn't occurred compared to one that already happened twice, that teams have ratings and people use those for the lines, no matter how many times they've played. So it's going to be interesting to see how we have data on some of these games and on other ones. Obviously, these teams haven't met once during the regular season. Prop bets, I'm going to keep an eye out. And typically, you know, unfortunately, prop bets, they're not, you know, th- those odds and those lines aren't dropping until um, you know, we lucky mm-hmm. we get them on Friday. Um, Raiders, horrible against the pass, good against the run. So I'm going to look, be looking for numbers and, and potentially lean on overs with Jamar Chase as well as T. Higgins. And Cincinnati, one of the worst defenses against opposing tight ends. So I'm going to be looking for uh, Darren Waller prop bets as well. The later game on Saturday night is the Patriots. Um, you know, I, I saw them at three and a half. If you're telling me that's gone up to four, four and a half, all the better. Again, I'm going to use them as a two-team six-point teaser. And I'm going to tease that with the under at 48 and a half. Uh, as we know, this is a rubber match on the road again. Here's an interesting stat for you, Aaron. Road underdogs are 13 and six against the spread in the playoffs against divisional opponents. Um, wow. Yeah. So listen, I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots. It's Bill Belichick. It's the it's 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 the postseason. You know, he's there's a reason why we call him the greatest coach of uh, you know the history of the NFL. So I do like the Patriots here again. Another bad weather game expected not as bad as the first one when the Patriots went to Buffalo, but bad nonetheless. So I think this is going to be very low, low scoring. And I love the Patriots getting the points, especially if you can tease them up. Yeah. Plus nine and a half, 10, 10, 10 and a half. How are you playing this one, Aaron? So I don't have any plays yet on that one. The one other game I wanted to talk about that is on the slate that is quite interesting is that Caesars expects the 49ers to be the biggest public dog of wildcard weekend. This is also the shortest line and the highest total of the weekend. The trends do support the 49ers as a dog, 12 and five against the spread as a dog, nine and three ATS as a road dog since 2019. And we know the Cowboys are one of the best against the spread teams in the league this season, but they're actually eight and 15 against the spread when that lines between minus three and plus three since 2018. So just considering that this 49ers line is so short, probably because of how they played down the stretch. And meanwhile, the Cowboys always lose to good competition. They lost to Arizona, Tampa Bay, Kansas city, Las Vegas. Each of those games also went under 50 aside from that Raiders overtime win on Thanksgiving. But the Cowboys just don't play well when they play good competition. So I'm not surprised the 49ers are probably going to be the biggest public dog of wildcard weekend. Yeah. Listen, I'm all about the dogs this weekend, Aaron. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only two favorites that I'm leaning towards is, is Cincinnati and, and Kansas city. I actually, I like the Eagles getting the points. If, if they're, cool. they're defensive, their front seven could get to Tom Brady. Um, I think, I think when you're a big Eagles fan, you got to love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm with, I'm with you. I love I love the 49ers. I'm calling Dallas a paper tiger. Um, you know, their, their, their record against above 500 teams this season is pretty horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually like the Cardinals possibly to upset the Rams. And that's hard for me to say because 
my pre my pre NFL my pre NFL Super Bowl pick was Bills over Rams in the Super Bowl, and here I am with the assuming the possible. <laughs> I think there's a, a possibility the Patriots can upset the Bills, and and I think the Cards as well can upset the Rams. So I'm I'm with you. Like like I there's there's a lot of dogs in this fight over the weekend that that I'm leaning towards. Yeah. Um, Let's uh, let's move to the association. Let's talk about the Golden State Warriors and uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. We both have plays on this game. Before we do, though, are you following the whole Draymond Green? I'm not. I won't call it a scandal. It's not a scandal, but you know. So yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely something people are talking about and posting about that he had come into the game just for that opening tip off, and then went right out of the game. And should people, or excuse me, should the books refund those who had put prop bets on him but he did actually play in the game technically he wasn't in, ruled out before the game so I I personally don't know from working in a sports book what they should do in that situation because I don't know how much money it would have to be refunded or how much money they would have lost on what they had taken in but oh it's, mil- I mean, it's, it's, mil- it's Aaron it's million it, Aaron it's millions because it was reported this is what this is and this is where it, it really gets difficult right in this day and age of gambling and in sports and in social media like it was reported prior to the game that that's what he was going to do so a lot of people jumped on the unders and put thousands and thousands of dollars down it's just i just want to mention it. it's just it's just a very very interesting yeah i mean the book should know that on top of and, and see how this plays out because i think this is going to set a precedent um I mean, but the, the books should have known right away to take that down. I don't know why but it they took could, so long. They, they, took but, some, they took some down, but they couldn't, it, what, they, they weren't fast enough. Yeah. I mean, people you can know? place a bet in two seconds. You know what I'm saying? So I, exactly. I, I can't blame them from that. But yeah, that is uh, something to keep an eye on because that was a little scandalous. So Golden State going up against Memphis tonight. Um you got uh, Memphis getting getting two and a half. I'm trying. What's the over under is two twenty one. What what are your plays here, Aaron? Yeah, so I actually like under two twenty one for this. The first meeting, Memphis won one hundred four to one hundred one in overtime. Then Golden State won at home one thirteen to one hundred four in a rematch. And something that I've noticed is because Clay Thompson obviously is back and he might not play on every single you know back to back. His minutes are limited and whatnot. But I've noticed that the totals have been a little bit higher. So when they played the Cavs in their last game. That line actually opened 218 and a half with Clay coming back. And I felt like that was super high considering it was two of the top defenses in the league being the Cavs and the Warriors. So I feel like this line, again, is inflated somewhat by that. I know Draymond Green's not in. Memphis Grizzlies are hot. They've been playing great. They're not as great on defense as the Cavs. They're 15th. But I still think under 221 would be a play considering the first two meetings went under as well. I'm on the Memphis side here. And, you know, big reason, of course, Draymond Green, we know for sure is out. He didn't even make the trip. So sports books don't have to worry. Um, Gary Payton, there's some question marks whether or not he's going to suit up and play. So they take a big hit defensively, Um, you know, on the road in Memphis. They have nine Mm -hmm. straight wins. And, oh, by the way, they're eight and one against the spread. Morant, as we know, has been sensational. I know they have no Dylan Brooks. He's their number two scorer. But they beat the Lakers without them. So give me Memphis at home with the points. That's my play here. You have a uh, you have a, a, a prop bet as well, right? Yes. So I'm going John Morant, 125 and a half points, and you never want to take an under on a player like John Morant. I mean, he went for 30 points earlier in a win over um, the Warriors and 21 in a rematch. That one was when they played at home. But 
John Morant did string together 33, 41, 30, 36 to ignite Memphis's, you know, franchise record nine game win streak, which is insane. And they most recently beat the Lakers. You have a player like LeBron James just complimenting John Morant. But I just think the Warriors defense is absolutely no joke. They're first in the league on defense. I know Draymond Green won't be in this game with that calf injury. And we'll see about Clay Thompson and whatnot. I just think they might be able to hold him to under 25 and a half considering their defense and also eventually a player is going to have kind of like a letdown game. I'm not saying he's going to score 10 points, but he might not be able to hit over 25 and a half. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go Morant under 25 and a half, which won't be a very popular play for people. I'm sure. It's, it's definitely gutsy, Aaron. Um, it is, and, you know, and, and I tip my hat to you for playing that because he's just, he's been sensational. The other game that I'm looking at is Raptors getting four against the Suns. I also like the over at 223 and a half. Uh, the Raptors over has hit 10 of their last 11 games. They're going up against the Suns. Devin Booker has just been uh, otherworldly himself, uh, averaging 38 points a game. Of, of course, in games that I don't pick him to go over with my best bet on daily wager, of <laughs> course. Right? Those are the games. That's that what always happens. I'm man, I mean, God. Um, they've won, of course, six straight. They're at home. So you know what? Give me, give me the Raptors. Siakam has just been money on the line. Van Fleet, eight, eight three-pointers he put up on Sunday. So give me the Raptors at home with nice. the points. I'll take them. I like that. And also I like the over there. Um, you've, you've, got, you've got another player prop, right, that you like, that you're eyeing tonight? Yeah, a lot of times when I look at this slate, I go to the highest total on the board and then look for player props. So that takes me to Timberwolves, Pelicans, and the Timberwolves have actually won four games in a row, which is great. So I'm looking at Carl Anthony Towns over 24.5 points. He's averaging 26 points in the last 10 games and had 28 points against the Pelicans earlier this season. He's also coming off a game in which he had a season-high 40 points in that win over Houston. Again, that's Houston. They're the worst defensive team in the league. The Pelicans ranked 21st on defense, so he should still be able to put up some points. And uh, he's been heating up a little bit. And I know he's only hit this in one of the last three games since returning from you know COVID-19 and things like that, but that's usually pretty typical for players coming off that COVID break. They don't put up very high points in the first couple of games. So, again, I like him over 24.5 points tonight. A player prop at Amain is DeRozan. Uh, you've got the, the Bulls going up against Detroit. I like over 24 and a half points. That's typically what he's averaging. Also over 34 and a half points, assist and rebounds. Again, that's typically what he's averaging. And he's going up against one of the worst defenses, top, bottom, bottom 10, I should say, worst defenses in the NBA with the Detroit Pistons. And this is their second game of a back-to-back. So I'm looking at DeRozan yeah. over tonight um let's let's end I'm, I'm not on tomorrow uh it is uh, tournament two golf season started last week cam smith put on a show out there in hawaii and so the tour the, the tour continues to stay in hawaii just a different island uh little puddle jumper these guys had to take but nonetheless it's the sony open now aaron do you do you play golf do you do you tee it up um, it's not my favorite sport to bet. I'm more so an NBA, NFL type of gal. But I think if you're going to make money in golf, and I know I say it weird, golf, I can't apparently say it right. It's an East Coast thing, a Philly thing. <laughs> but I've tried for years, and I've been yelled at multiple times for saying golf on air the way I do. I get it's not Jared Goff, but it's not golf. So I can't apparently say the word. It's besides the point. But look at those top five, top 10, and top 20 markets. Find yeah, some players in there. That's where you should make your money. Absolutely. And and you're spot on. Um, but everybody likes to know who's who's going to win. Who's the winner? Uh, listen, Cam yeah. Smith, it's too hard. Smith put on a show. 
Again, I expect him to pick up where he left off. So you know what? At eight to one, I'll put money down that Cam Smith uh, wins again. Six men in this century have gone on to win both the century, no pun intended, and the Sony Open. Six men. So in the way that he's playing golf right now, eight to one, I'll lay some coin on that. But here's some top fives, some top tens for you. Um, Sanjay M, top five, you can get a plus 450. Um, was just one of five players to gain strokes in ever, every major category last week. Um, Corey Connors comes in, didn't tee it up last week, but tees it up now. Uh, he's made the cut in each of his past nine starts at this tournament, seven top 25. I've got him finishing the top 10 at plus 225. He's just really accurate, and that's what it's one of the things you need in your bag this week. You need to hit, hit the fairways, that's for sure. Um, Webb Simpson, top five at three to one. He's got top four finishes in each of his last three trips here. Um, I like Leishman to finish in the top 20 at even money. I like Russell Henley to finish in the top 20 at plus 110. Gooch, who played extremely well last week, I got him finishing in the top 20 at plus 130. And Charles Howe, his game fits this course to a T. I got him finishing in the top 20 at plus 220 as well. So a lot of these guys that I just mentioned, again, finishing the top 10, top 20, top five at plus money. You can't go wrong with that. Uh, Some matchups that I like, I like Na over Kisner for minus 105, Power over Horschel at minus 120, and Gooch over English at minus 130 as well. So those are are some of the golfers that I'm going to be eyeing this week. So, but again, Aaron, you hit the nail on the head. You know, the producers for Daily Wager, they always want a winner for me. And I, and of course, I oblige. I give it to them. <laughs> but I always tell people it's tough. Really, where you make your money in golf is is the guys who are going to finish in the top five, top 10 and top 20. So you hit that nail on the head. Any any final thoughts before we sign off? I thought this was a good episode. The girls are holding it down. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> along along with my dogs. Yes. So. Well, they're just the underdogs <laughs> barking in the background. Along Along with my dogs in the background. So, <laughs> um, but Aaron, it's been great. Uh, again, that's it for today. I know we went a little bit longer than 10 minutes uh, for the bets we promised, but we hit on a lot of, a lot of stuff. The Sony that kicks off on Thursday, NFL Saturday, as well as some of the lines that we like heading into Sunday and some NBA action for you tonight. So please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow. If you're enjoying the show, it helps us out tremendously. And for myself, Anita Marks, and Aaron Dolan, we thank you. Um, We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.